Oh, wait, you didn't count down. That's okay. Keep going. We can edit it out. The following podcast contains mature language and adult discussion. Viewer discretion is advised. Oh, wait, this is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Got an old job, I'm a hunting man, and I'd rather have a dog than a dollar. So let's go wreck a like a ting a ling a ling ling ho. Give a little hoot and a holler. What? What is that? Dude, what you, where should I get you a banjo? Yes. What the hell? Dude, have you ever you, seen You are not from California? I'm sorry. You've you've completely <laughs> lost. Anyone who ever was, oh, he's from California. Pfft, forget it. No, nope. Fox in the Hound. Redneck hillbilly. I did live in Tennessee for about eight years. <laughs> and apparently it took everything over. But I watched The Fox and the Hound in California as a kid. That's from Fox and the Hound. I don't care. It's, it's, <laughs> how, you, it's how you sang it. <laughs> it's a great song. It's a great movie. It's a sad movie. Oh, boy. For fuck's sake. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Two Loose Screws podcast. Welcome. Two? We are- two? Oh, I got to do... Hold on a second. One, two... Oh, wait. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Three Loose Screws podcast. I am Chris. That is Sean. And we have Dan. Yep. Hi-de-ho, Neighbors. Dude, you're like uh, you're like the third man from the NWO back in the '90s. Did you ever watch wrestling? Uh, very little. Um, I know who The Rock was before he became an actor, but um, yeah, I didn't watch too much of it. So the third man was Hulk Hogan. The guy was hyped for like a month. We've been hyping you for like two months. So for today, you are listening to the Two Loose Screws podcast. Don't 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 hit stop. But today we're the Three Loose Screws podcast. I am Chris, that is Sean, and that is Dan. And we finally got him on the show. Welcome. Hi. So I, th- I think before we, we kind of go any further, like, you know, we don't have to have like biographical information. I don't need to know what your eye colors were when you popped out of your mama's womb. I don't need to know what your hair color was when you were six. But I mean, I think it'd be kind of nice for the listeners to, you know, get a little bit of background on you. Uh, yeah, I just... Um I grew up in Salt Lake City, which is why I sound a little bit like Ned Flanders. And uh, I... uh, First step's a doozy. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's that's Needlenose Ned. I'm talking about about Homer Simpson's neighbor. You know, Heidi Ho there, neighbor. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, I um, just uh, moved down to Arizona. And uh, that's that's where we're at now, I guess. So, I'm going to be honest with you. When I first met you, I did not think Utah. I thought, you know, there's a little bit of Minnesota in there. There's a lot of similarities between the Utah and the Minnesota accent, minus a little bit of the Canadian. You're like Minnesota without the Canadian. 
Well, I think it's probably because my, my parents are immigrants, even though I don't look like an immigrant or sound like one, but, uh, well, maybe a little, you know. So if we were to do that little test thingy where, you know, you put the Q-tip swab in your mouth and we mail it off and it comes back, where's, uh, where's your genealogy going to originate from? Uh, definitely I'm Nordic. Um, and that's probably where the Minnesota thing comes from because there's a strong, um, Scandinavian population there. And that's probably what it is. I, I, you know, Swedish was my first language until I was about five. And then I started talking to the kids in the neighborhood and spoke English from there. So Sean actually does a good Swedish. I do. You do. I do. You do. Like the Swedish chef. Uh-huh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, <laughs> Swedish chef is a good one. Bork, 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 bork. Bork the furk. I don't know. He always sounded more Norwegian to me, but. Furpity flur. Furp, furp. Work the furk. Oh, anyway, so we wanted to have you on last week because we were talking all things 80s, and you're another. I don't want to say child of the 80s. You're like a, a late child teenager of the 80s, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I, I saw a little bit of the 80s. But what do you mean saw a little bit of the 80s? I, like, I don't know. I was uh, I was in there. I was uh, I watched all the movies, and uh, I definitely listened to that kind of music. Still do. Did so. you wear, like, the cool clothing that we were talking about? Oh, we're, Here what, he were you talking about, like, the John Stockton shorts? I want you to take a look at where was forehead right now. No, <laughs> the whole members only. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I wanted a members only jacket so bad. <laughs> Just but, ask my dad; he'll probably give yeah. you one of his. <laughs> yeah, I never got one though. He got to meet. Uh, you didn't call him Mister Andrew. What do you call? Him? Oh no, no, he was he was uh, Chris Andrews Senior. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. So your dad's the only last remaining member? Proudly, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he definitely is. He got to meet him, and I'm very surprised Warwood didn't say anything about that. Well, it's, called, it's called respect. He is very respectful. No, I'm respectful. That's what I was talking of about. Of my elders. That's what I was talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't. I'm into. stubborn, too. Yes, you are. <laughs> very right. much so. Right. We were having this conversation before we went live about two very specific words that I used. I was still thinking about that uh, half a million dollars. All right. So, Dan, I got to get your take on this. So, we have introduced, when I say we, I mean me and my brother Michael, who is not here. He would be the fourth loose screw if he ever comes on this show. Uh, We have been using a word as far back as I can remember. I know I was a child when I first heard it, maybe an early teenager. And it's it's a made-up word, skim. S-C-U-M-E, skim. It is the predecessor to that's what she said or something to that effect, right? I, it must be a regional thing because I never heard that before. But no. I also had a mullet way like 10 years before I ever heard the word mullet. A mullet or a skullet? A mullet. Cool. I was never hardcore like a skullet. <laughs> no, so anyway, you know, it's it's one of those words where it's like, um, hey, you got to pull out, <laughs> skim. You know, like today, you that's what she said, no, skim. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. This is my brother's contribution to this show. And I'm of the impression that we're going to have some make-believe money made off of this word one day. 
So I just said, okay, what if we make big time bucks? What if we make a million dollars? I said that I'll never say it. Mm. Which I'm still trying to figure out. But it, it's that, what, what's your zodiac? Me? Yeah. Aries. Okay. So his zodiac's very stubborn. But it, it, Aries? Yeah. Is that air or fire? Fire. Oh, okay. That makes more sense now. He does like to blow shit up. <laughs> anyway, I said, what if we, we, we turn this into a t-shirt and we make a million bucks and you get half of that, will you use it then? Your answer? No. So we had to come up with a compromise. It's like, okay, you know what? This is the Two Loose Screws podcast. He is one of the Two Loose Screws. He is entitled to this money that he will not take, so I'm just going to go make it up to him in goods. Put yourself in his position, sir. Are you taking a half million dollars just to say the word skew one time? You talking to me? Yeah. Uh, I would take money to say it, but I don't think I would incorporate it into my my vocabulary just because it's, it is, as you said, kind of a, a, a throwback word. And uh, I, I don't, I don't know if I could build that habit of saying this word I'd never heard. All right, we're going to practice it. Hey, he's got a great pullout game. That's what she said. And you would say? <laughs> um, Skume. Oh, boy. Skume. No, I'm thinking what, what the Utah guy would say. He'd say, oh, boy. Skume. <laughs> Skume. Come on, guy. <laughs> I, I, I kind of chuckled it out. There you go, Skume. <laughs> there it is. Excuse Ladies me. and gentlemen. Excuse me. So Excuse I'm going to give him me. your Excuse half of me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way you'll hear it out of me. Excuse me. Oh, Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> anyway, um, fuck all. Where were we going before the, the whole vocabulary thing? I done lost my thought already. Go back to the 80s. 80s. We can talk about like 80s songs, bands, uh, products. Something along those lines. All right, actually, I want to kind of touch on a little bit of all three of them. So, you know, this is a little bit of a continuation, but, um, you know, I do notice over there in the corner of your chase, there's a guitar. Yes. I think the guitar needs to make an appearance on the show a little bit later, so we'll have to keep, keep that in mind. Nonetheless, um, we'll, we'll, we'll save the movies for last. We'll probably, well, no, we'll save the music for last and before that movies, but... Products. We we talked about some like products and retail stores of the eighties. Sean, why don't you take the lead on this one? Excuse me. Okay, so me. <laughs> first first I was thinking about some of the things from the eighties that damn near killed us. Do you guys remember those plastic roller skates? Yes, I had them. Yeah. <laughs> they had brakes so they wouldn't go backwards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. but if you hit the brakes, you'd go ass over tea kettle. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, those things were dangerous as hell. And somehow, excuse me, we survived. Oh, my gosh. I think he said skew. He did. I heard it. He said excuse me. I'm going to write the check out to him. I'm telling you, we're going to. It's not going to happen. That word is going to be trending on Twitter. Mark this day in history. It will trend on Twitter. I'm going to make it happen. You forget, we're going to be exposed to 12,000 people next weekend. What okay. was that? What was that thing that uh, Vince? Uh, oh, Vince, what's his name said in that movie? Um, he calls it. He doesn't call it Twitter. He calls it Twatter. <laughs> <laughs> what Vince are you talking about? No. <laughs> what Vince? I mean, not Vince Gill. It's the one from uh, 
wedding singers. What's his name? Oh, Vince Vaughn. Vaughn. Vince Vaughn, yeah. Yeah, Vince Vaughn said that in uh, some movie. That's like one of Sean's top five favorite movies. Anything with Vince Vaughn is top five. Yeah, so how do you not know the reference then? Because we talk a lot of wrestling on here, and I thought you were going somewhere with Vince McMahon. <laughs> That's no. where my mind went. <laughs> no, I was I was actually just Googling when uh, when Pink Floyd The Wall came out, which was also in the 80s. And uh, I think everybody kind of forgot how awesome it is. The music in it's pretty awesome. And, uh, you know, it's all right. It's some good uh, imagery. It's not a not heavy on the plot, but it's uh, I enjoy that movie. So... That was a the movie. wall. Yeah, there's a movie called The Wall. I remember that. I didn't. I think I watched it in the '90s. So though. we, had, Dan and I, actually tried to pull it up. It, um, was it Vimo or whatever? Ven, I, yeah, Vimo. I almost said I Venmo. I don't know how you pronounce it. I know you're talking about though. We, Sony, I think. We got it, it up on my TV. Vimeo. Yeah, Vimeo. That's it. Vimeo. And they make TVs. Anyway, continue. So we had it up on my TV. We watched a little bit of it, and then. I don't know. I had connection issues, but it's a good movie. I I had never seen it. I watched it in the '90s, but again, though, like Pink Floyd was not all necessarily ever in anybody in my house's top five or top ten, even. Yeah, and I a lot of people think you have to be on drugs to understand what's going on in the movie, but. Uh, just turn on the closed captioning because the words in the songs tell the story. It's a it's supposed to be a rock opera, and it's way better than the only other rock opera that I've ever heard of, which is called Tommy. And if you want a good laugh, check it out. Well, for Peak Floyd, I was always more a fan of Comfortably Numb. Yeah, that's off of the wall. That song yeah, is on the that's wall. probably my favorite Pink Floyd song. Yeah, yeah, that's in this in the movie. It's uh, he's all broken up about his wife, and he just can't bring himself on stage to play. And the doctor comes in, and that's the part in the movie where he's. Uh, yeah, well, you you listen to the words and you kind of get that part of the story. But so it's a rock opera, really. Yeah. yeah. So, isn't in forgetting Sarah Marshall wasn't that a rock opera? If you want to look yeah, at it like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I say Muppets, but puppets or whatever. So again, we're talking about the '80s, veering off talking about Pink Floyd of the '80s, and now we're talking about forgetting Sarah Marshall. Let's go back two well, weeks. I mean, that's what happens with me. Is it just totally? totally you may as well link it up with relevant shit, though. I mean, All right, we're going to pause the 80s talk for a second here. So I have an inquiry upon you, Warwa. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> two weeks ago, two, we, I'll put it in layman's terms. We were making hall pass lists two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. How come Kristen Bell didn't make either of our list? Oh, no. Kristen Bell doesn't make my list. That's a cute little girl who happens to be our age. Mm-hmm. Cute, yes, but but in real life, she's actually pretty cool. You don't think so? No, I I I like the characters she plays, but it's... she she plays a lot of bitchy characters. But when she plays a sweet character, they're sweet. Yeah. I didn't know she was a uh, pinche loco in real life. I I and it, just yeah, I'm not. I couldn't. No, nah? nope. Huh, Dan. Right now, without putting too much thought in it, you got to make a hall pass list. Celebrities only. Top five. Well, top four, and then number five's got to be a dark horse. What I mean by dark horse, it's got to be somebody on your list. It's probably not going to be on anybody else's list. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think. Uh, I think this information could damn me later on. It's. Uh, no, it's all past. Yeah, I know. Celebrities but, only. Yeah, so I, I, I think probably the top of my list is Nora Jones. Um, Whoa. I don't think God one. was fair when he made her because her. when I heard her sing, I was like, oh, my God, I would totally get with her. And when I saw her, she wouldn't even have to be able to sing. So <laughs> I, mean, I, don't, I don't know that I've ever heard of Nora Jones being on anybody's list. Yeah, but that's a good pick because I, I would agree with that. It's really especially would. a good pick for him. Yeah. Yeah. And since you guys started this podcast, I, I've been listening to this podcast, but I also started searching for ones that I like. And uh, I I wish I could sit down and talk to her like I'm talking to you guys. She just, she's down to earth and cool, you know, sorry. Yeah. She's, uh, she's just cool. Like I, I would want to hang out with her and, you know, and she's uh, pretty too. All right. So number one's Nora Jones. Okay. Think of a number two. Uh, we're going five. Uh, we're gonna go four, four and then a dark horse. Okay. Um, give me a minute. just talk amongst yourself and I'll think about number two. Nora Jones. I gotta admit, I don't know what she <coughs> looks like. Sorry. I'm gonna Google her right now. You don't know what she sings? No, I know who she is and I know what she sings. I don't know that I've ever actually seen her. Oh really? Yeah. She's she's pretty. Well, just keep in mind that her big hit album came out 20 years ago. So she's um. You know, she's. Uh, so, are you saying Nora Jones twenty years? Oh, ago? I know who she 20, is. No, absolutely. Are you now, today, man, oh, I would. Okay. Yeah, I'd be. I'd feel lucky. Well, twenty years ago too. Who wouldn't? Well, there's some people who age like well, fine wine, and there's other people right. who age so like for, cheese. For example, <laughs> Pamela Anderson, right? So she was great twenty years ago. You look at her today. She's. She's. I mean, she's not ugly. She's not ugly. She's aged, but she's aged. I mean, she looks her age now. But I think she's also not putting on all the glitz and the glam either. Like when that documentary yeah. is on Netflix right now. Right, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I think at, at at this point in her life, she's got all the money she needs. I think she's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just gonna go out there and be me because like she's never gotten to be just her. Right. It's actually a good she's documentary. Not, she's not ugly by any means. It's just. You know, she's, she's not a, on a all. yeah aging, and she's right. not on a filtered magazine cover. Well, and I mean it's that's life, right? We're all going to age. I'm just saying, like 20 years ago, she was on every magazine, every TV show. Yeah. So, <laughs> a funny story on that. Actually, it it seems like every funny story from my childhood where I'm doing something that's not necessarily uh, wrong. Did mom catch you? No, mom. It, it's in that. You're in that zip code. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> but um, oh, but no. Just you know, different prefix. Okay. We're 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 at the mall, and you know I'm fifteen, sixteen years old. I don't know. This is the Tyler Mall I was telling you about. You're gonna pass it, and they had like those movie vendors or the movie stores there, and they were selling. You know, the Playboy VHSs. And, you know, you had to be of age to buy it. I was not of age. My brother Michael, who just happened to be there with me, I gave him money. He bought me Pamela Anderson. He bought me Jenny McCarthy. We then go back to, <laughs> of all places, my grandma's house. Oh, my. My uncle is there, and he sees this. Oh, boys, we got to go watch this right now. 
So me, my uncle, and my brother are in the guest room of my grandmother's house watching Playboy VHSs. My mom knew what's going on. She's like, boys will be boys. But it's just, I think the funniest thing of all that is like my pervert uncle <laughs> was in like, come on, boys, let's go. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, man, really didn't put him in a good light right now. <laughs> you know, At least like, he didn't use his name. Like 30 years later, but no, I didn't use his name. But anyway, yeah, so Pam Anderson, she was a, you know, we're talking 30 years ago, almost. Anyway, how's your list coming along, sir? I don't know, man. I, I kind of, uh, I, you know, I, I talked to my wife about this years ago, and I kind of told her the one, and she would, wasn't really, appreci- she didn't appreciate it. She said she had none, and I'm pretty sure she does. I'm pretty sure The Rock is the top of her list. but They all have a list, yeah, brother. I know, but she was, I, I don't think she. Uh, she just doesn't want to hear yeah. yours. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I I uh, I'm thinking about it, and there's I don't know. I'm uh, all right. Let's skip two, three, and four. Let's go to your dark horse. Who is the most random person that would be on your list? That's famous. Yeah. Oh man. Well, I mean, I don't want you to pick like Susie from HR. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, um, because then it becomes real, and that's infidelity, man. We ain't going down that road. Yeah. No. That, then they hear it, and yeah, HR. So, for example, my dark horse was Amy Lee. Sean's dark horse was Linda Cardellini. Mm-hmm. My wife's dark horse, um, who? Perry. Yeah, Matt Perry. Mm. Wow, that's an odd. That's an interesting choice. Well, her number one was Adam Sandler, who I thought would be a dark horse, but like he's just a he's a funny dude, and like with her, obviously, you look at me and you, you look at her, it's like what? Which one of these is not like the other? Yeah. She likes people that make her laugh, and apparently I'm a funny guy. Have you seen the, the movie Valerian? Um, you probably need to like take like a pill and maybe get an analgesic cream for that. What? Yeah, there's a, there's a movie called Valerian. Oh, it sounds like a disease. Not venereal. <laughs> Valerian. I'm, I'm trying to Google it right now. It's a, it was surprisingly very good movie. I, I didn't... I would have never watched it, but someone else was watching it. They talked me into it, and I really liked it. Who's in it? Um, I'm just Googling it right now so I can answer that, because they're all actors that I... uh... Ladies and gentlemen, I promise we're going to return to the conclusion of the 80s, momentarily. Um, Yeah, I can't can't find it. Just give me a minute. Valerian? Let's see this. Uh... Siri, don't let me down. Valerian, IMDb. All right, folks, here we go. Oh, here. I, is that the one with that um, city of a thousand what uh, planets? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Is this your dark horse? Um, yeah, she's in it. Cara Delevingne or Rihanna? Rihanna, yeah. Ah. I, I like That's musical a good choice. women. What can I say? She's... she's uh, beautiful woman and she uh yeah she's good in yeah i i i would dare say she's probably not a dark horse on a lot of people's list she's probably top three yeah but on a white guy from salt lake city's list (laughs) it's kind of a dark that's fair that's fair that's fair okay well i think she's gonna be added to a lot of people's top three list because she's playing this weekend Hmm. 
Oh yeah, Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Yep. That's right. I like her music. I didn't used to. I didn't used to like her music, and I really didn't used to like her. She kind of grew on me. And I don't remember. I know. I know. I know I exactly. Think you grew on her. I I say go watch that. That's movie. a play on words. Go watch that movie and then tell me if she's grown on you yet. I have, she's spectacular in that movie. I'm telling you. No, she was in um, that Oceans remake with the women. All right. Yeah. She's got some chops as an actress. Mm-hmm. She's got some good chops. Like she, that's a talented woman. She can sing and she can act. Because a lot of times you see those chicks who are from like music that go to acting or vice versa. It's like, eh, okay, this sucks. She did a good job. Yeah. Well, in, in this movie, she plays a uh, uh, an entertainer in the uh, gentleman side of uh, entertainment. She's a stripper. Yeah, that's uh, that's an oversimplification. You're gonna have to see the movie to see what I mean. But okay, what, okay. Now I want to really watch this movie. What's it <laughs> yeah. called? Valerian. Valerian. City of a Thousand Planets. Yeah. It's uh yeah she's uh she's like an alien that can shape shift, and she can be anything you want, and uh, she does like. I've never seen any stripper that could do what what that character could do well i tell you what she is now interested in starting a family so you know she just had her first kid sean that rules you out because you're shooting blanks buddy well i think i'm probably way past number four on her dark horse list (laughs) so i don't know i think she likes viking looking strapping handsome men yeah maybe i can hope Anyway, we go back to the 80s here because we, we veered off track. We do that. Yeah. Um, Sean, you had some other products in your mind that you were talking about that uh, it's a wonder we survived. I'm, I'm still wondering how I can watch this movie. <laughs> Apple TV, broski. Apple TV. Oh, I'm saying sci-fi. Yeah. Sci-fi channel. You do realize you can just Google the good parts. I want to watch the whole movie. Oh, okay. It's, so you're legitimately interested yeah, in the movie. Yeah, I literally want okay. to watch the yeah. whole movie. I thought we were going somewhere else That's with that. That's kind of like yeah. that. What's that movie that I was watching when you came over? Um, um, Angeline? Ad- Adeline? Adeline. The Adeline of age had, or something like that. Something like that. Had Harrison Ford, Blake Lively, a couple other yeah. people that I recognize. No, I, I thought you had just started that movie. And it was like towards the end, and I got kind of into it. Next thing you know, it's over. It's like, what the hell? And so I, I sent that uh, the Netflix link over to Steph, and I said, hey, you need to watch this pretty good movie. It seems something right down her alley. Plus, she's a big fan of Blake Lively. Yeah, it was a really good movie. I, I never even knew of it. Um, I don't know how I ran across it, but I, I needed to watch it. So Yeah, yeah good movie. Um, so 80s products. Uh, Things that we survived. So we talked about the little 80s plastic roller skates, right? Oh, wait a minute. No, here we go. I got it. How was your bikes growing up? Dude, I've got scars from my bikes. Your shins? Yes. From what? From the claw. The claw pedals. That's what I'm talking about. Them freaking metal. The jagged metal claws. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The meat grinders. <laughs> they, they still sell those BMX pedals. I put them on my mountain bike. Yeah, but like, they're plastic today, aren't they? Well I mean, not mine. Really? Yeah. He, did he just say he put BMX 
pedals on his mountain bike. Yeah, that's right. I like them. <laughs> that's what I wanted. I, I got my mountain bike and I looked at the pedals and I said, nope, this ain't going to do. So I went and found some good BMX pedals. Because you like pain? <laughs> no, because I just learned to keep my feet on the pedals instead of... It's uh, starting to make sense now. He likes Rihanna, S&M. Okay, I get it. I don't, is she into that? I might take she her off the list. She has a song. That's one of her songs, S&M. Oh, oh well. Maybe I should have rethought that. Let me that. see your shins, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Conditioner, then. Yeah. They're not, not great. Yeah, I got scars. I'm gonna need you to lower your T-shirt. I want to see the. I want to see your chest. Okay, no, my, got a little bit of candle wax right there, pal. Yeah. No, my my uh, bike in the '80s it had uh, mag wheels on it. I wish they did that still. I miss those mag wheels. Were they the metal ones or plastic? I thought they were made of magnesium. I thought that's what makes them mags. I had so, the plastic ones. Yeah. So there were two different kinds. There were metal ones, and then um, there were the plastic. I had a, a friend who had the metal ones, and we couldn't jump that bike for anything. Well, I just didn't have the athletic skill to jump a bike. They, we had a ramp that we built. When I say we, I mean my brothers. And, you know, us, the neighbors, kids, we'd jump that sucker. And I remember I finally got enough courage to jump this thing. It was, you know... You know, it, it was almost like Evil Knievel came out of the neighborhood and like all the neighbors were just like, yay, he's going to, everybody was cheering me on. It was the coolest thing ever. I felt like a superstar and I went up, but I didn't pull back on the handlebars. And so I went up, doop. <laughs> yeah, that was a short lived uh, career as a, as a stunt double. Um, what yeah. were the, what was the trick that we used to do? Was it with a soda can? What are... What the, did we put? No, the card in the card, playing cards. Yeah. <laughs> well, you could do it with a, a pop can too. It was right at the top of the wheel where the forks came together in the back. You could put a can in there if you had like the BMX tires, and then it would rub on the tires and be like, you know, just like kind of the card on the on the spokes. Yeah, this is how informal we are. I'm not going to cut this out, but uh, we're going to have to put your mouth closer to that mic, Skim. Um, <laughs> sorry, but no, I I think we did the playing cards. But what a, what? A, wh where did you put the coke can again? All right, top. Okay, I'll I'll show you on that bike. There we go. Ready? This is where being a video pod. Yes. But it was wide. <laughs> wide, 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 wide right? Yeah. Yes, it make it give you the Harley effect. Yeah. But yeah, to your point, we we survived the uh, the pedals, the BMX pedals. You know, that something looked at, like something out of Terminator Salvation. There was one other thing too. Yeah. Lawn darts. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ever just take all six of them and throw them straight up in the air and be like, run? <laughs> what was that? God, what movie was that? It had Bushimi in it. They even had Sandler in it, too. Grown-ups. They played the lawn darts as grown-ups where they tossed them up and went right into Shimmy's foot. Yeah. Oh, no, Why no, that wasn't lawn darts. It was a bow and arrow. Oh, they didn't do lawn darts? No. Because I remember was, lawn that darts. That was a bow and arrow. Because uh, I remember, um, uh, what's his name's 
wife came over and she's like, oh, you need to rub some. Yeah, some yeah, yeah, yeah. Stupid. And he's like, it doesn't matter. My household did not have lawn darts, but our neighbors across the street, they did. And a little bit of background on me. I died a couple times as a baby, so my mother kind of held me close to the chest. <laughs> And because she did for so long, I didn't, you know, when she was finally ready to let me go, I wasn't ready to let her go. So a lot of those adventurous things I missed out on for the first few years. I don't know if Michael and Jason ever played lawn darts, but I do remember they did a lot of cool stuff across the street that I was not part of, either because I didn't want to leave my mommy or my mommy didn't want me to leave her. Hmm. But yeah, yeah, lawn darts, that was a that was that was a murder waiting to happen. Oh yeah, we had those. They were so much fun. I mean, insane. But it was fun. What was it like growing up in Utah in the eighties? Like how is it like any different than like any other state? Oh, I, I grew up in a neighborhood where all the kids went outside every day of summertime and uh I had one neighbor whose dad was in construction and they made the most awesome lawn tramps I could ever imagine. And uh, when I jumped my bike, I went the other direction that you went and I pulled back too far. You went ass over tea kettle. No, I actually lucked out. I I pedaled backwards and locked up my, my rear tire and I came down and landed just way too far back and somehow managed to put both tires on the ground. And, uh, yeah, pretty lucky there, but all the, all, they made skateboard ramps and, uh, they ended up having a half pipe in their backyard that was about eight feet tall. And, uh, I I had a pretty adventurous childhood doing that stuff. It probably should have killed me. Were you like Sean? Did you have your own room reserved at the hospital with your name on it? No, I was, I was, uh, uh, honestly, my, my neighbor who, uh, who had that half pipe, um, that guy broke a leg and, and they, they broke bones, but I always held back a little bit and they were more advanced because of it. I mean, they're, they were, uh, they were pretty hardcore when it came to that stuff, but I, I still, I still had some good adventures, you know, it was a good child, good way to grow up, but skateboards and bikes were pretty much my main, um, my main, uh, uh, what do you call it? Trad, uh, the main thing I had needed to be afraid of. And we made fun of anyone who wore knee pads and helmets and stuff. And uh, nowadays, man, nobody gets out there without a helmet. All right. So I grew up in Southern California. I was close to like L.A. I was close to San Diego. Like there was a lot of, you know, if we wanted to go to the city, you know, we had that to do. You know, Sean, he grew up in Chicago. Like what type of big type things are in Utah? Like, you know, you don't have Disneyland. No, I mean, they have an amusement cart called, uh, sorry, an amusement park called Lagoon. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, it, it's kind of, it, it's nice. Mostly, most people went there once a year and, you know, roller coasters and whatnot. But, uh, the main thing there is, uh, all, all the ski resorts and they were the best kept secret for a long time. They were really cheap. You could get a season pass for nothing. And, uh, oh, so you're a and, skier. Yeah, I skied for about eight years, and then I snowboarded for uh, the rest of the years till I met my wife, and then didn't get to do that anymore. What's your elevation that you lived at? Uh, I think the base of the valley was about 4,000 feet, and uh, maybe from 6,000 to 10,000. I'd have to check my facts, but the ski resorts were around, uh, yeah, 
anywhere from 6,000 to 10,000, I think. Snowbird in Alta, I'd, I'd have to Google it. So I think the high desert in California was 6,000 feet. I had no problem there, but when we went to Colorado um, for, this was a work thing. I don't know, I want to say like at the peak, it was like 14,000 feet. All I remember is when I got off of the airplane, when I got off scheme, when I got off the airplane in Colorado Springs, like I immediately was like, <sighs> and I did not look then like I look now. Like I was, you know, I was a normal person sized then, but I was like, <sighs> like I had trouble breathing. You look pretty normal right now. Well, you know, from a dad bod perspective. All right. Okay. That is the new normal, I guess. Yeah. So like did, you know, did like friends, family, people like that come in and like, did they have trouble breathing? You have to take them to an oxygen bar? Uh, I don't think so. I, I never noticed anything like that, but uh, I most of the people who came to visit didn't go hiking or anything. We'd Maybe we'd ride the tram up to the top of uh, Snowboard's, Snowbird Ski Resort. But, I didn't go uh, hiking either. I literally got off the airplane, got into an Uber. <laughs> <laughs> and lost your breath. <laughs> yeah. And they took me to a restaurant called Cheddar's that me and Sean know pretty well. Well, I was up there last week, and I was I was a little bit winded climbing the stairs. And uh, I'm pretty good at stairs here. I, I was practicing them for a while. So I, I'm, you know, I was feeling the elevation going from uh, from Phoenix area to there. Oh. All right, so that, that all the products that we survived as kids, lawn darts. What about the BB gun? Do you ever get shot with a BB gun or a pellet gun? Yeah. Yeah, I've gotten shot a few times, and yeah. it wasn't on accident. Yeah. It was due to mainly cousins being like, hey, what's this, pop? Fuckers. We had wars with those. I have a friend who's got a BB in his, in his uh, right behind his shin, still under his skin. Just, uh, we, sh- we put on sunglasses for safety and then just shot each other with BB guns running around the neighborhood. Well, I don't know if you, did you hear last week's show? You remember the Gravitron, that uh, that carnival ride, the space saucer oh, yeah, went circles? Yeah. yeah. Like you see like pictures of like kids like standing up on the top, sideways, upside down. Like it was, it was one like our parents didn't give a shit <laughs> about us back in the 80s. Oh, what you got there, fella? Oh, I got a uh, Pepsi Cola uh, soda pop cream soda. A Pepsi Cola cream soda. I have yeah. not been able to enjoy an entire... Soda since like 2017, and I miss it. Now, my doctor told me I was going to be a diabetic if I kept drinking that stuff, and uh, it, it looks delicious. I think that's probably true with everyone. My goodness. God, I want one of those so bad. So when you were talking about BBs, it, it brought me back to <clears throat> when I was an electrician. We didn't, uh, we didn't use BBs, but, you know, we'd have the 10-foot-long pipe, we would take and we'd cut it down to like eight feet and take uh, the red wire nuts and we would take and put a piece of electrical tape around it so that it was a little bit tight going into the going into the pipe and it would be a blow dart. <laughs> no shit. We used to nail each other and we'd get welts so bad. It, but I mean, we would literally have these wars like every week. It was absolutely fantastic. Those things hurt, man. Yes, they do. No, I'm saying like just a red wire nut, plastic wire nut hitting you from an eight foot pipe. Just, you know, it was insane. (laughs) But anyway, that's what brought 
back to my memory. No, I just I remember it was at uh, my cousin's house one time, and I, we get there, and it's like they're they're playing. And get, there's TVs around. There's antiques. There's china cabinets. There's windows. There's eyeballs, and these dumbasses, you know, my brothers included, were shooting each other with BB guns in the house. Wow, in the house? In the house. Wow. And I got shot that day. But wasn't a good time. I didn't enjoy that. Where'd they get you? Uh, back of the calf. Ooh. There was another time. I've actually been stabbed once. What was his name? <laughs> Scam. <laughs> I don't know how you go. No, you went that way. <laughs> Does I got wife, stabbed does your wife in the know leg. that you've been stabbed? <laughs> I got stabbed in the leg with a pair of scissors oh. on accident. That yeah. was uh that was another one of those rough housing events when which my I think my brother Jason and my brother Michael they may have been wrestling and I think tempers flared it turned into a fight. I somehow got involved. I have no idea how. And I just remember I was walking away or something and like, you know, I was between the two of them. I think Jason wound up getting me in the back of the leg with the scissors on accident. And it made me wonder, like, was he trying to murder my brother? And then I remember Michael getting pissed off and then he started swinging at Jason. Then he picked me up because I'm crying to death or whatever. And like, you know, in 2023, you take your kid to the emergency room, get him stitched up. No, they both came together and they hid me from my folks because, oh, we can't we, we can't let mom and dad know we just stabbed our brother. <laughs> and like they're feeding. Oh, you remember man. Cool Whip? Yeah. Well, I'm still around. But like, yeah, they were feeding me Cool Whip to get me to be quiet whilst they cleaned <laughs> up my wound. <laughs> and you know how like peroxide bubbles up? Right. It normally hurts. But when you got a bowl, like an entire bowl full of Cool Whip. <laughs> you don't really care about the bubbling up. I just remember I was just I was laying on my stomach. We had the trundle beds, the ones that would pull out, right? Yeah. And um, I'm laying on my stomach eating a bowl of Cool Whip whilst they nursed my wound. <laughs> did they? I, did you get stitches or anything? Nope. Wow. <laughs> they did a pretty good job. <laughs> and nobody. I don't even think my parents ever found out. So when my mother listens to this, she's gonna be pissed. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, well, one time I was over at my friend's house and his, we were just sitting by the wall talking, you know, the kitchen table talking and his brother walks out from the back room and he lobs three darts at him, <laughs> just throws them. <laughs> and, I, and I look over at my friend and I see one hit the wall, two hit the wall, and the other one I'm looking for, the, for on the wall. And all of a sudden my friend looks at me and it's sticking out of the side of his head. <laughs> And what did he do? He got pissed off and took it and threw it back at his brother. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, uh, but I know, I know what that's like. I mean, I was a carpenter at one point, and I shot my fingers together. With a nail gun? <laughs> with a, yeah, with a nail gun. Well, it wasn't supposed to happen, but it slipped on the top plate, and then it ended up going right through my, my two fingers. And... It was one of those things where I just looked and I went, oh, shit. And then literally just grabbed a pair of pliers that I had in my toolbox and just ripped it out and then went to the emergency room and they, you know, cleaned it up and all that kind of stuff. But it was one of those things where it's like it, you're in shock and you don't even realize it. So like even ripping it out, like I didn't feel anything. The adrenaline at that time. was too high. Yeah, the adrenaline was going crazy. Okay. So 
That sounds like something you would do, and that sounds like a way in which you would fix it. Yeah. Because you're kind of one of those guys, like, you you don't like pain, but you like pain, right? Uh, Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) What what, what are you going to do, though? Leave it in? I mean, you got to, it's got to come out. Scam. See how that works? Yeah. Anyway, back to the eighties. Crazy. <laughs> I'm not sure I like it, but yeah, I, I uh, don't, I don't care for it. Yeah. Yeah. When I buy you a house one day, you'll like it. Because <laughs> yeah, um, he won't take money, but he'll let me buy him a house. Eighties movies. Purposes. I am. Uh, we'll see what T-shirt makes more money. If it's going to be a logo, or if it's going to be your word. I'm actually. Can I share that yet? That is a really good logo. No, not yet. Not related to the podcast. No, not yet, because... It's related to a business well, he's you know involved what? in. Um, no, because I want to have the website up and running first. Yeah. That is a really good logo. Did Derek do that? Yeah. He did a good job. Well, I told him exactly what I... Sorry. I'll tell you this much. That is a better logo than the one that I had in mind for you, that you that I was going to do. This is, this is what I asked for him to make, Yeah, and he literally just followed my instructions and he did a good job that's amazing that one took a couple revs but then once we got it squared away then i was happy with it but when i first saw it i was like yeah that's exactly what i had in mind and then yeah like i said there were a few few little minor touches he had to do to to get it to be where i wanted it because i'm i'm it looks like the theme in which you're aiming for oh very much so very much so We'll I actually, it believe it or not, I actually bought this. So I'm having a guy make it, and it's going to be backlit. And so I can hang it on my wall. It's going to be 18 by 18. And it's probably going to be a tattoo, isn't it? I said if I, if I ever make a million bucks, it'll be a tattoo on my back. So, you know, Mr. Sissy Boy over here who has a phobia of needles, you know, I think I'm going under the needle here in a week or two. For a tattoo? Four. Four tattoos. Four. Maybe five. Yeah. Who's doing them? Somebody you know? Somebody Jonathan knows. Hmm. They, have an, they, they have a studio with like professional setup. I was going to say, I could hook you up with my guy. He's, he's I mean, he's, well, I'll, I'll he's tell cost you, effective, let's put it that way, and he does a good job. I'll tell you off air how cost effective this person is. Oh, okay. But anyway, I think I'm finally going to do it. It's, yeah? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm You're going to do the little, uh, what I was telling you? The, the. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to do, um, uh, what the. F- the flying that? tiger's shark mouth on your penis? No, what was that movie? <laughs> Spaceballs. Spaceballs, yeah. The Darth Vader from Spaceballs and then no, because John Candy's try- character. No, it would take too long. I don't have the balls to sit there for that much graphics. Mind I mean, you- it would be hilarious to have the huge head, right, with the little body. <laughs> no, mine... My, my what, I- what was his name? <laughs> Dark Helmet. Rick Dark, Moranis. Dark Helmet? Yeah. Like it's Darth Vader, but he's Dark Helmet. No, I think I'm going for the three I know I'm going for for sure. Do you remember that? Yeah, oh yeah. Um, that's a great movie. <laughs> that's what he should And do. you know what? We were we'll, we'll save the tattoo movie. story for another time. That just led me to freaking 80s movies. Why was Spaceballs not 
on my list of top five. I told you this would have a living, breathing, moving list. That's the tattoo that you need. <laughs> that right is there. the tattoo I need. <laughs> I love it. But you want to... So me and you were in a group text. Oh, and my brother pointed out a movie I cannot believe slipped my mind because it's one of the movies he would usually sneak me into his bedroom to watch. Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Never watched it. You never watched it? You got to watch it. I'm going to get it, and I'm going to put it on my um, DVD collection, and then that way you can access it. You got to watch it. Fantastic movie. But um, I'll check it out because you're not the only person who's told me I need to watch it, but uh, I just never have. No, it's a great movie. But Spaceballs also belongs on... I need to rethink the entirety of my list. The the, entirety. Is the Blues Brothers on your list? Blues Brothers is not on my top five. They're in my top 20. Or is that 70s? That that might be 70s. No, I think it was early 80s. It was like 81, 82, wasn't it? Let's Google it. Google, here we come. This is where we need some Jeopardy music. Oh, it's 1980. I was close. Because I think Blues Brothers, that was your number one, wasn't it, Sean? Blues Brothers? Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's my my favorite all-time movie. No, Spaceballs 100% belongs in my top five. 100%. I know Major League definitely belongs on my top five. Um, I think the rest of them are up for grabs. Is Better Off Dead on this list? Not on my list. Oh. Yeah, because that's, that's, that's top 10. That's another thing from the 80s that tried to kill us because you can't joke about suicide anymore. That's not <laughs> funny at all. No, it's but, really not. But that movie's pretty funny. But, I mean, it's one of those things. You, you got to laugh about it or you're going to cry. You know, that's I, I, I'm a fan of dark humor. I don't care. You Were know? you a fan of, like, British humor? Absolutely, yeah. So you're like a Monty Python guy. Oh, yeah, I could quote... Uh, the Holy Grail all day long, but uh, tis but a flesh wound. Oh, Mary Man, I'm not dead yet. But a flesh wound. Oh yeah, but your arms off. That's sorry, it took me. Tis but a scratch. <laughs> no, I I love that. And have you seen the meaning of life? If you haven't seen the meaning of life, you should at least see it once. No, we. I was telling him. I think, uh, I don't remember what episode it was at this point. We were talking about our first jobs. Uh, my first job was Blockbuster Video. And a lot of times, like after we would close, we would clean up the entire store. So we'd be there for another hour, hour and a half. That's when we would put on like those types of movies, yeah. you know, because you got like, you know, 50 TVs in there. We, we watched, we went through all the Monty Pythons. I remember one week. So we do Monty Pythons. They they would want to do horror movies. I'm not a big horror movie fan. I just I don't like them. Yeah, me neither. But it's not that I'm afraid of them. I just don't like them. I'm not afraid of like like the Freddies and the Jasons thing. Like the suspenseful ones. Those ones don't scare me. The gore doesn't scare me. The ones that bother me are the ones where it's like evil spirits, things like that. Like did demons. Ring bother you when Ring came out? Fuck no! I never watched that shit. Oh really? The trailer was enough for me. Or like The Exorcist? No. Yeah. Not going to do it. Yeah, Silent- Those are the type of movies that I stay far and away from. Huh. Interesting. I like Silence of the Lambs, though. There's, there's a few... Well, um, something like that. That's like a murder mystery. Yeah, like I dug those. 
Yeah. Like I'm I'm okay with those. Yeah, I can't I I can't make it through two of these without burping. Sorry. <laughs> so we had a challenge, Sean. You want to explain the challenge and what you put forth? Oh, well, it was a challenge that I um, was Nicole had me do it. Your, yeah, your daughter. Yeah. Um, where, I have it on video. Where we had to drink. I think it was supposed to be a twenty ounce, but we didn't have twenty ounce, so we just ended up doing two cans instead. And I pounded. Well, was it Sprite? Sprite. I think, yeah, I pounded two cans of Sprite down without burping. And then, uh, but it, it wasn't like you sip it, like you pound them. Yeah. And uh, I did it, but then the rest of the night I was. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Both yeah. of you. Speaking in tongues. I was really, <laughs> like the exorcist. I really so, was. It those was two amazing. do the damnedest things. Um, what was the other thing she had you do another time you were at the house? The tortilla gimmick. Yeah, that tortilla challenge where we slapped each other in the face. (laughs) And you couldn't laugh? Yeah. I have that on video, too. Yeah, that was pretty good, too. Well, you could probably laugh. You just can't let the water out of your mouth. Yeah, she spit all over me. All over him. Yep. Head to toe. (laughs) Oh, that's hilarious. Luckily, it was summertime, so he dried, like, within four and a half, five seconds because it was probably 120 degrees out there. Yeah. Because, hey, that's Phoenix for you. Yeah. Even though we're east of it. Anyway, I just, I wanted to modify my 80s list because uh, I know Roadhouse for me is probably going to, if it's not a top five, it's definitely a top seven for me. Um, but yeah, I need to rethink that entire list because Spaceballs belongs on there. I'll probably bump down coming to America. And John Hughes movies, I know everybody. It's probably done to death, but they're all pretty good. I mean, the, you know, 16 Candles and uh, especially The Breakfast Club. I love The Breakfast Club. That's a great movie. Yeah. Uncle Buck was his too, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely on my top five. And that was 89. Yeah. Uncle Buck's on on my probably top 10 list of favorite movies too, I'd say. Got a lot of comedies up there. What was... See, I already... Yeah. Anyway, that's my genre, though. I, I like comedies. What was, I don't know, going back to like the 80s, what was like, it was a big deal to go to the movie theater. What was probably one of the better movies that you watched in the movie theater in the 80s? Because even though it's not on my top five, even top 10 list, I remember Ghost. That was one of my favorite movies of watching in the 80s. Um, Rocky Four. Ditto. Ditto. I still to this day ask my mother about Ditto next time you talk to her. So uh, Rocky Four, that's uh, that's actually a good story for me because my uh, my cousin who lives in Sweden or lived in Sweden at the time came to stay with us and go to high school that year, and uh, she she came home and one day and said, "Oh, you got to come and see this movie with me. There's a Swedish actor in there," and I was all excited. And it was Rocky Four. So we went and watched it, and the whole time I'm like, what the hell? This guy's the villain. He's the bad guy. So, yeah, he played uh, Ivan Drago. So He kind of sort of a little bit had a baby face turn at the end. A yeah. little bit. Yeah. Then he turned heel again for the sequel, then he turned baby face at the end. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a good actor, though. He's, he's been in good movies if you look at his filmography. He was a rocket scientist, wasn't he? I don't know. Yeah, that's uh, that's news. Like to me. legit rocket scientist. Wow. All right, that's it. Uh, We're 
we're well, bringing it we're out. We're talking about '80s movies, and so I'm sitting here going, "Okay, well, Princess Bride." Yep, that was another one. Uh, Karate Kid. Yep. I mean, Karate Kid's still freaking relevant today. Yeah. Netflix. That Cobra Kai. Yeah. That's a good series. It's amazing how we thought Daniel was like the hero. He was all, he was always kind of a bitch in the in the movies. Mr. Miyagi was the hero. But you know, Daniel was like the good guy. But then you look at it from the perspective of Johnny and Daniel doesn't age so well <laughs> in terms of his heroism, does he? Well, I don't know if you ever watched How I Met Your Mother, but um Barney has this thing about that movie and I I think that's where Cobra Kai came from because there's several episodes where he talks about what a horrible movie that is and what a tragedy the end is because he cheated in the, you know, the the kung fu match or whatever. So, yeah. The Karate Kid. Yeah. He was just trying to mind his own business and, you know, keep his girlfriend and this new, this newcomer comes into town and steals his girlfriend and, uh, yeah, Johnny. Sweep the leg, Johnny. Sweep the leg. Dolph Lundgren has a degree in chemical engineering from the University of Sweden. Wow, that's cool. I didn't know that. It's also a fourth Dan black belt. I yeah, I, I would have guessed fourth that. Dan black belt of. Um, I can't pronounce it. Can you? Oh, I don't know. Kyokushin? I don't know. The Euro- is a European karate. Hmm. You know, he may be one of the most interesting men in the world, Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, yeah. everybody wants to put it on the Corona guy. No, not Corona. Dos Equis? Dos Equis, yeah. Everybody wants All to give it to Dos Equis guy. I think we need to put a suit on him and put a beer in his hand. It's like, he could be the most interesting man in the world. How, how do you think he'd do against Chuck Norris? <laughs> okay, now you're. Let's 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 not be foolish here, okay? I'm just yeah. Maybe that's not. He's not the most interesting man. He just could kick everyone's ass. Yeah, like it's Chuck Norris for crying out loud. All right, let's rein this back into the movies. All right, all right. Dead Poet Society. Dead. Po- oh, I was thinking the Menace to Society. You're talking about Dead Poets, okay? Yeah, Dead Poets. Yeah, that one's good. Cult classic. Masters of the Universe, speaking of Dolph Lundgren. It's a cult classic. It was not so well received in the 80s, but today it's got one of the biggest followings, and it aged very well. Yeah. What about The Labyrinth with uh, David Bowie? Wasn't Tom Cruise in that? No. No. Which one was he in? That's Legend. Legend, that's right. E.T. was also 80s. E.T. did not make, like, he had a bullshit list up last week. Like, neither one of us liked it. I think he liked number one. I think he especially liked the placement of number one because he knows how I f- feel about that movie. Oh, yeah. Christmas Story. Oh, yeah. So, but, is somebody going to rate all these movies? Is that why you're saying number one? They ranked them on his list that he pulled, and it was so preposterous, we went with that list because it was just like, what? How do, how do we forget Caddyshack? Exactly. There's so many good movies left off that list. You know, National Lampoon's vaca- Vacation wasn't on there. Highlander. I mean, for frick's sake, RoboCop wasn't even on there. And I know it's not going to win any Academy Awards, but I mean, that's a staple of the 80s. Yeah. You guys ever watch Mystic Pizza? Yeah. <laughs> Julia Roberts? I've never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, saw that one. Pretty Woman didn't make the list. Seen Almost Fire. 
Emilio Estevez. The Young Guns 1 and oh, 2. the Outsiders. Outsiders. See? Yeah. Yeah. My brothers and I quote that movie endlessly for 10 years of our... It was still... I, I think the only and... Swayze movie that made that list was Dirty Dancing, and it was nowhere place where it probably should have been. Glory Hole? I mean, Glory. <laughs> glory. <laughs> <laughs> Why? For fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> All right, never mind. Let's go to The Shining. <laughs> the, I fell That's asleep. a double scam. <laughs> I, I fell asleep watching The Shining. The first time I, I remember, I caught it on TV late at night one night, and I turned it on, and I it was wasn't. It's scary a stupid enough. movie. Terms of endearment. Yep. Oh no! <laughs> Are you gonna go to the color purple oh, next? No. An officer and a gentleman. Oh, Fast Times at Ridgemont oh. High. Is it, dude, that seems like 70s, but yeah, I guess. No, it's 80s. Who could, you know what? I want to put that one on my list. Spicoli. Um, what's her name from that movie? Getting out of Jennifer the pool? Jason Lee. Oh, no, you're talking about Phoebe Cates. Yeah. yeah. Which again, Gremlins. Gremlins. Yeah. Top, Top gun. gun. Yeah, that one. That didn't... Uh, that was like in the 40s, wasn't it? Heathers. That is a phenomenal movie. He didn't know what Heathers yeah, was. I don't know. You, you got to go on um, Steph's oh. DVD collection. You need to watch it. When Christian Slater flips her off and she's all... <laughs> and shoots his finger off? That's, yeah. Uh, you got to see it. Man. Really? Yeah. Like a lot of people think you got to be a high school you know, chick to watch and enjoy that movie in the 80s. But no, it's, it's a decent movie. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Wasn't that your number one? No. It's on your top five, though. This is in my top five. I, I used to love that movie, but the last That's time right. I watched Blues it, Brothers. I just realized what a shitty friend he is, man. <laughs> Who, what? An He's asshole. a terrible he, he friend. His, his, <laughs> like, he got Cameron in so much trouble that day. Hey, Mooney! What the, the fun that they had that day, though, you know? Yeah, it looks like a fun day. Hey, sure. Mooney! No, Rooney! <laughs> Rooney! <laughs> you and I will have to do lunch. Back to the Future, I think they had that one yeah. on there. Yeah. None of the Indiana Jones, I think, crapped the No, top. well, Indiana Jones was in there. Was it? Yeah. Say, say any, any of the rock. Oh, Beetlejuice. We, talk, we talked about that because I think, you, no, that, that was in the top 20 of your shit list. I like your daughter, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get my daughter to sit through that movie. She... She just uh, They've been teasing a sequel on that one for years. So much to the point that somebody actually um I don't know if they hacked or if they convinced somebody that worked for the studio to put out some promotional material. So they made some promotional posters for the sequel and they looked legit. And then they published them to Facebook. The entire world got excited just to find out that it was a hoax. Oh. And everybody was pissed. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, yeah that that movie. Trading places. Yeah, that was that was on my top five. That's probably gonna fall to top ten after. Do you have it? I do. I have to watch it. You do. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen. That's it. fantastic. I say, you know, you you want to find the two people behind the whole Reddit thing with the stock market and the whole AMC thing. Those two fuckers were behind it. <laughs> Out of Africa. Does uh, Total play in this? <laughs> Speaking of music, we're getting there in a second. <laughs> oh, dirty rotten scoundrels! Oh, with um, with the uh, the British dude. Yep. What's his name? Kane. 
Yeah, Michael Caine and Steve Martin. Oh my God, yeah. Steve Martin, Oklahoma, 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 <laughs> Oklahoma. I'm glad it didn't make the the Why list last week. Fork on his fork. A lot of people. Was this 70s or 80s? The Jerk. <laughs> Can I go to the bathroom? I think please? the Jerk was the 70s, wasn't it? What's that? The Jerk. The Jerk. I don't know. Oh, I, yeah, I think he might might be 70s or 1980, but yeah. That is one of my favorite movies, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. I can't believe I forgot that one. Yeah, Steve Martin, actually, he, he surprises me because him and Alison Krauss wrote a play together, a musical. And I don't know if you knew this, but Steve Martin is a banjo player. He's really good. Yeah, he's yeah. actually on Apple Music. I think he tours. Yeah. And... Uh, I really want to see the play now that I saw an interview of them together and they performed one of the songs and I, I want to check that out. No, he, he wrote a love song to Southern California. It's fantastic. Yeah, I'll have to check out more of his music because, uh, yeah, that surprised me. He's, uh, he's multi-talented for sure. All right, so, I don't know why, but I can't get any movies on here. I'll fix it for you. Uh, music. Because I want Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Oh, yeah. Bringing it around to music. We're bringing it around to music because, you know, I'm looking at the time and I know we got to kind of start wrapping this thing up soon. But you're you're a music guy. Yeah, I'm uh, that's that's my area of expertise, I think. All right. Let's, you know, rapid fire some your favorite 80s music, but then let's just open it wide up. So 80s music. Who's your favorites? Uh, I. The first concert I ever went to was Oingo Boingo, and most people forgot who they are. Uh, their their biggest hit was called uh, Dead Man's Party, and um, they did the theme song to another 80s movie, which we forgot to mention, called Weird Science. We can dedicate three episodes back to back to back to 80s movies. We're going to probably just have to stow that. Yeah, Weird Science is a good one, but uh, they have awesome like their lyrics are really good um you know what uh wild sex in the working class and uh i want to make violent love like there's some pretty good songs they sing but uh what's your favorite genres from the 80s is it like the rock or most popular song um said something about violent sex no 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 that's uh those were not popular songs actually in 16 candles when he's asking for uh for um, you know when he's asking her for her underwear. Is it IKO? No. Uh, Oingo Boingo. Oh, oing- that's it. Yeah, Oingo Boingo. No, but there's. The, okay. Yeah. They're. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I liked. Um, I like kind of the alternative side. I didn't really like the, the uh, mullet music, the glam rock, that kind of stuff. You talking about like hair bands? Yeah, I I kind of like those. Like, if you had to pick one one of them, what would you go with? Stones? I would pick... Um, oh, what's it called? Uh, shoot. Uh, I can't think of it right now. The... the uh, Steven Tyler's band. What's that band? Aerosmith. 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 That's the closest thing I would pick to a hair band. Okay, what about just like straight rock? Straight rock, like 80s rock? Yeah, like rock and roll. 80s? Like the Eagles or... No, I mean, because of my heritage, I have to pick Europe. Okay. And uh, you might not know who they are, but um, you might. You might. I don't know. 
Let's see. You ever heard the final countdown? Yep. Yeah, that's that's Europe. Uh, they're pretty. That's glam rock, though. That's pretty. Uh, you know where they rat, tease their hair all up big and shit like that. All right. What about R and B? R and B. I'd go with uh, Ray Charles. Okay. And uh, I I don't know. I don't put labels on stuff. I just kind of go with what I like. But anything that's in the movie The Blues Brothers is on my list. Uh, especially, you know, that's all R and B stuff. But. Uh, so I, I think back to just, you know, riding in the car with my parents or with my brother, listening to like a lot of their music and, you know, a lot of Eagles, Rolling Stones, um, Billy Ocean. Um, I'm trying to erase Michael Jackson from my memory because of recent findings, but he, you know, credit where credit's due, he's on there. Um, wham. <laughs> yeah, wham. <laughs> no, you have to say it right. You have to say wham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then well, you, got, you got Hall and Oates, REO yep. Speedwagon. Yes, yes. And nobody seems to say uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan when they talk about 80s music. Well, I'm saving Stevie Ray Vaughan for a very specific reason. Oh, yeah. it's a, But uh, he, if you look at pictures of him, you'll see that he's from the 80s. And he actually played the guitar in uh, the David Bowie hit, Let's Dance. He does all the guitar background on that. And I think... Um, David Bowie tried to get him to quit his band and go on tour with him, but he wouldn't do it. And I'm glad he didn't because his band is so much cooler. Okay, how about the 80s love songs? Like, the two dudes that sounded like chicks? Air Supply? <laughs> Air Supply, <laughs> yes. I thought you were going for the Bee Gees. <laughs> oh yeah, Bee Gees too. Actually, there's a great story about the Bee Gees. Um, <coughs> and I think it was a micro... It was on Mike Rose. Did you ever hear it? Oh, I don't think I've heard the Bee Gees one. Yeah, it's a really great story um, on the way I heard it. I mean, I mean, I know I'm pumping another podcast, but it's... Um, well, I did it. So. Yeah, no, it's awesome. So I want to say, uh, I wish I could remember the whole story, but anyway, we'll go on. What, um, what else? What other 80s bands? Uh, you know, there's always the police and sting. Uh, that's good stuff. Um, yeah, definitely. I can't, I can't think of anybody else right now. And, you know, it's, it's kind of funny, but, uh, my wife is, uh, you know, she's a Latino, uh, you know, her family are, are Latinos and, uh, talking to them, they would never let me forget stuff like Morrissey and The Cure. And I, I absolutely would never have pegged them as being fans of that music. But uh, Well, I would have never thought that either. Yeah. Um, I would have actually thought that they would have been more like, you know, Guns N' Roses, Def Leppard, that kind of thing. Yeah, I, I, I've seen some pretty hardcore gangster looking Latinos who are like, no way. Morrissey's the best, you know, they'll argue it. We never talked about Prince. Prince is 80s. No, we never did talk about Prince. Dude, th this needs to be almost, we almost need like a sub podcast dedicated to the 80s at the this point. The Red Hot Chili Peppers, Prince. I didn't you know. get introduced to the Chili Peppers until the 90s. Yeah, yeah, I guess they were kind of more 90s. They were late 80s and then 90s. But they actually opened up for Oingo Boingo on the first concert I went to. 
So they were there, but Kenny Loggins. Yep. yep. For frick's sake. Yeah, it's funny. I was just barely in uh, Utah by that flour mill. I drove right by it that they filmed Footloose in. Speaking of Kenny Loggins. Yep. Cause I gotta get a footloose. You know, footloose. In, in Footloose when he's uh, all pissed off because everyone's bullying him because he's the new kid and he just can't take it and he has to go dance. So he goes and parks his bug in some flour mill and starts dancing. Uh, that's the Lehigh flour mill in, in Utah where I was just visiting. Could you imagine Kevin Bacon's career without Footloose though? No, that was his breakout role, man. That's... Uh, that was good stuff. Anyway, so we're obviously going to return to talk about a lot more advanced music stuff, but there's a guitar over there, so you're you're a guitar guy. Safe to because you know you ask anybody, I would say our age or older, they're gonna you know they're gonna result it down to it's either gonna be Eddie Van Halen, Stevie Ray Vaughan, or Tom Morello. I don't know. It's uh, It kind of feels like everybody's a Van Halen guy or a Jimi Hendrix guy or, a, I don't know. Um, it seems like lately the list has evolved a little bit. And I I'm, I regret to say that Stevie Ray Vaughan kind of has been falling off some people's lists, but he'll never fall off mine. But He's on a lot more lists than I think, you know, you would think he's on especially you know if you get a few years north of us but like you know for you know people our generation you know you know we got three guys right here like i'm gonna go tom morello you're going stevie ray vaughn i'm gonna guess this guy here is either gonna go prince or hendrix favorite guitarist or he may go morello no definitely morello yeah so well, uh, tell us about uh, you know your, your your guitar skills, your passion. For you know it. why it's Morello for me. Oh, I totally don't why it's Morello for you. Probably the same reason it's Morello for me. No, Morello for me, Morello for you. No, Chica- or Chicago. Yeah, because he grew up a town away from me. Uh, well, that makes sense. I I kind of see Morello as as more of the technician side of it, though. His his guitar skills are much much better than mine. But uh, but he really perfected the effects more more than he perfected playing the guitar. And I'm not saying he didn't perfect the guitar. He's great at it. But uh, but yeah, he's an effects guy. Well, it's like you take somebody like a Stevie Ray Vaughan and you get like a really good aspiring guitarist. They can sound like Stevie Ray Vaughan. Same thing with Van Halen. Who do you know that can duplicate anything Morello does? Yeah, yeah, it's a, uh, it's it's not a skill a lot of people do, um, and and I think that whole side of things has uh, taken a, a step past him. Where now looping is the thing. There there, there's like a guitarist named Tosh Sultana, and she's she's fantastic. Oh, well, uh, she should is be that on the my, blonde. She should be on my list too. I love musical women, but she she'll start playing a tune and loop it back to herself and then jam with it. Jam Is she with the one that does a lot of Hendrix stuff? I haven't heard that, but uh, she might be. Anyway, um, if you're wondering why such the the left turn, uh, not talking about music and going straight into guitars, 
because we got a guitar sitting over there in the corner that 100% has to make an appearance on this show. We'll come back and we'll talk about more music. But tell us about like how long you've been playing the guitar, what inspired you to play the guitar, what's uh, you know maybe some of your favorite styles to learn, and if possible, maybe just pick a you know two, three, four songs that you like. Don't play the whole thing. Maybe play like a few seconds of each riff. Uh, you know, it's it's um it's more of a hobby for me. I uh, I used to play in my twenties. I used to play in a band, and uh, I think we we got two or three gigs, and I I think we. You know, I I knew five or six songs, but uh, but uh, um, once COVID hit, I realized I missed it, and so I kind of picked it up again. And I I am a bit rusty, but uh, All right, I'm gonna come over there and I'm gonna play tech to your guy. I want you to scoot over about uh, six inches to the left. Me? Oh, all right. Sounds dirty, but it's not. Skim. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, so what's the first song you're gonna tease us with? Uh, let's start it off with some some blues riff that uh, just to kind of get warmed up with that uh, let me see here which okay that's not how you play it This just makes me want to, like, drink a beer around a fire. Speaking of fire. Oh, your fire went out, Warwa. So, your fingers, they get sore? Um... Yeah, when you first start playing, you you build up some calluses, so mine don't get sore anymore. I'm used to them, but uh, yeah, and the muscles you got to build some muscles for it. But uh, that I like playing the blues just because it's uh, it's uh, it's kind of uh, simpler chords and stuff like that. And I, I don't want to say the music is simpler; it's not. You got to be able to you, you kind of have to learn to put some church on it. You can play the chords, but until you can uh tell you i don't know how to describe that i think you just did that was a pretty good job actually maybe one or two more i don't know if i can do my stevie ray vaughn riff i'll give it a try but but i'll probably trip it up it's a, a pride and joy Trip it up. Ah, yeah, I can't. Uh, it. that, 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 a little rusty. Yeah, but that sounded really good. You got one more in your system? Um, I don't know, something mellow maybe. I got uh, a little bit of Pink Floyd I could fade out in. All right. Um, from the wall. Is there anybody out there? Let's see here. 
You know what, though, the fact that you're doing this just from from the, your brain, like you're not looking at sheep music or anything like that, it's amazing. It's like it, not everybody can do what you're doing. Like there's a there's more people in the world that can't do that than can. So I wish I could. I know, me too. But um, I think it's safe to say we're going to have to revisit the music next time we have Dan on. Would you agree, Mr. Warwa? Oh, for sure. So while he's just kind of playing in the background, honestly, you, you can keep going with all that for all I, for all I care, man. <laughs> I I do want to uh, want to hit on my beverage review of the week. Hold on a second, let me get it. Beverage review. Oh, that beverage review. So this week, uh, Sean he decided to make me an old fashioned, and well. You, you you have to go with what did you, you left something here last week, Howler Head. So you left the Howler Howler Head here, and I decided to um, to play with it a little bit. That's all. Experiment. Yeah. So, what what is it that you've designed for me here? I really wanted to make an old fashioned and elevate it a little bit. And so I kind of played off the, um, what is it, the 1839? 1837. 1837. I kind of took a play off of that and used that as my base and added Howler Head to it. So here's my review. I've been sipping on this thing since before we started recording. I've still got a, you know, about a finger's pour into it. Ice cubes melted down. So I've had all three stages of the drink. I had it, you know, fresh. I've had it melted down. Now I'm having it watered down. With all three stages taken into consideration, this is without a doubt probably one of the best old fashions I've ever had. So it is definitely better than the one that the keg does. Okay. They they use Woodford Reserve. So that's that's not a cheap bourbon. Well, I mean, I, I'm using Old Forester 100. Well, that, that was probably the first, um, not mistake, what's opposite? Mistake, my God. That was like the first, I don't know. I'm just, I'm really freaking enjoying it. That was one of the first right decisions you, you used in making this drink. Because I don't know that I would have added the Old Forester on top of the Howler Head. So I looked at it as um, Howler Head, Old Forester, and then Golden Fathernum. Those are the three that are in there. What is an older or a golden Fathernum? Golden Fathernum? It's a German. Hold on. Let me grab the bottle. So I'm going to sit here and I'm going to rank my favorite old fashions right now. I haven't done this yet. My the best old fashioned I've ever had bar none. And I've had three of them three different times um, was from the White Rabbit where we visited. The first time was with you. Like the second time was with you, and then like the most recent was with Steph. Yeah, <clears throat> she had an amaretto stone sour, which was amazing. Um, I had the uh, the eighteen thirty seven, so the bitter truth golden feather. So it's a liqueur. Yeah. Okay, that is without a doubt the best old fashioned I've ever had. It. I don't know that it will ever be defeated. Um, the second best old fashioned I've well, ever had. That 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 old fashioned twos a little bit of work to it so i did smoke cinnamon so your your glass is smoked 
and then the piece that I smoke that cinnamon with is in your drink. Yep. As well as you've got um, a dehydrated banana in there. I do. And um, I that's, didn't. That's my dessert. I did not have orange, so I had, but I had tangerines. You know those little cuties. Yeah. So I just used that and put that around the rim, twisted it, and threw it in the drink. But between that, you know the uh, bitters, your sugar. Do you use the orange or the aromatic? Aromatic. Okay. This, if this isn't the second best old fashioned I've ever had, it's the third. I'm trying to debate if this one is better than the one I had at Red Rock in Vegas. Huh. I'll probably never go to Red Rock ever again, so because of that, it's going to be hard for me to ever compare it. So if this isn't two, it's 2.1. It's definitely better than the one I had at the keg, and the keg makes a good one. They make a really good one, as a matter of fact. Um, I would like to try bourbon and bones. I hear they have a good old-fashioned, but no, this is... Uh, it's the best drink you've ever made. Me. You'll you'll have to try Lou Malnati's too. They actually have one. It's a it's called Chicago Classic. It's really good. Yeah. Well, this is by far without a shadow of a doubt, and it's not even up for debate. That's the best drink you've ever made me. Hmm. Better than the white tea. Better than the green tea. Better than the espresso martini. Really? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Okay. But I mean, those are that's my palate. I, you know, like yeah, a lot sure, of those sure. other drinks are really really sweet. Not that I don't mind them. But, like, this is kind of more down my... Like, it's sweet, but it's not too sweet. Right on. Oh, I enjoyed it. Thank you for, for sharing that. Yeah. But, um, obviously, we're going to have to continue this episode in the not-so-distant future. Uh, this is a bonus episode that, that you're listening to right now. So, our regular episode, which we will be recording tomorrow, tomorrow being Wednesday probably won't air until Thursday in which we talk all things sports. Um, after that, we are looking at trying to finalize a date of getting Patrick Menchaca on here, probably within the next two to three weeks. Uh, next weekend, uh, we will be, should I announce it or should I hold on to it? I'd still hold on to it. We're going to hold on to it. We, we've got two very special guests um, from one of the more popular television shows you know, airing today. Won't even tell you the network that it's airing on. That's going to be a bonus drop. Um, our normal drop for next week is going to be on Valentine's Day, and it is going to be a show dedicated to love of the city of Chicago. And we're going to have a couple Chicago natives, one being my co-host here and another being just a, a buddy that I work with. I think you put the two of these fuckers together, and I think it's comedic gold. Um, other than that... Shawnee boy. Mm, you're thinking maybe one more, huh? Yeah, one more. Um, until then, this is the three loose screws. I am Chris. That is Sean. And that is Dan. And we are out.